What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Xander Effect. I'm your host, Xander Dames. Happy Monday. It is the beginning of the week. Got a lot of cool stuff to cover, including Amanda Bynes' short-lived engagement. We'll go ahead and talk a little bit about that in a little bit. In sports, Brian Ortega slaps uh, the friend of of his future opponent, Chan Chan Sung Jung, at uh, UFC 248. We'll dive into that one a little bit. And Call of Duty's Battle Royale is coming. We'll go ahead and give you a little bit more on what's going to be included in that new DLC that comes out tomorrow. Plus, I have special guest, coach, life coach, uh, romance matchmaker, Miss Aviva Reimer is going to be on the show. Going to talk a little bit about uh, her book and much, much more in the ways of romance. But first, here is Obek featuring Freedom Sweat right here on the Xander Effect. We go party.
Obek featuring Freedom in uh, the remix of Sweat. In entertainment news, uh, Hollywood is mourning today. Actor Max von Sydow has passed away at the age of 90. Max von Sydow was, uh, he did a lot of movies, a lot of really cool movies over the years. Uh, he's in, over, in more than 100 films and TV series. And uh, he's more famously known for his roles in The Exorcist, Tana, and her sister's uh, Minority Report, and Shutter Island. Uh, he's done, he did 11 uh, films with director in- Igmar Bergman, including uh, uh, the movie called The Seventh Seal. He's been, he was nominated, he was nominated for uh, two Oscars in his career, including uh, Best Supporting Actor for being in the 2011's Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. He also voiced a character on The Simpsons in 2014 and appeared in three episodes of Game of Thrones. Uh, I, I mostly remember uh, Max von Sydow uh, because of his role in Minority Report. He played uh, he played the the guy that framed Tom Cruise or was trying to frame Tom Cruise's character in the movie. Uh, the guy that he kind of saw like looked at looked like um, he looked like uh, like it was a father figure to Tom Cruise's character in the movie. Did an amazing job with that. So, uh, very sad day in the world of Hollywood. Rest in peace, Max Von Sido. In other entertainment news, Pete Davidson seems to be having issues with SNL after criticizing the late night series. And if any of you guys watched uh, SNL this past weekend, you'll notice that Pete Davidson wasn't on it. It could have a lot to do with the way he's criticizing the show. Uh, he went on. Uh, he went on. Um, a, he had a sit down with Charlemagne the God, and he said, "Quote: I personally think I should be done with that show because they make fun of me on it." And I think that that's it, like him saying that has prompted many to believe that maybe possibly uh, they're not too happy with what he said and because they think that maybe he's not too happy with the way uh, his role is being portrayed on the show. Uh, he said also, quote, I'm literally painted out to be this d- this big dumb idiot. Now, here's the thing about that. Pete Davidson has been engulfed in a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of weird things that he's been doing throughout his personal life and his career. Um it seems that the 26-year-old, in my opinion, is getting a little too arrogant for his own good. And that might be causing the problem because we're only hearing one side of the story. Yes, they could be cutthroat, but at the same time, you know, a few months ago, he actually stopped, like he actually left in the middle of a comedy set because people weren't listening to what he was telling them to do. This is something somewhere in New Jersey, reports of that happened. And it just seems to me that he's becoming a little too arrogant for his own good. 
And so therefore, it seems that, you know, he's he's becoming a little bit of a diva, in my opinion, um, because of what he because of it of his attitude lately. And I think that might be what is reflecting on SNL. I mean, SNL has been very supportive towards him. I mean, he even had a, good, a lot of good things to say about about Lauren Michaels, the creator of SNL, uh, calling him a father figure. So, I mean, he doesn't have anything, any ill will towards him. He just has ill will towards, I guess, the writers of it. And it just seems that maybe it is time for SNL and him to part ways because he's not happy. And it doesn't seem that they're going to be changing their ways, especially after this. I don't think writers are going to be too happy with what he had to say about them. And it, things might end up going from bad to worse for for the comedian uh, slash actor. So we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. In other news, Amanda Bynes and her fiancé split only three weeks after her and him announced their engagement. And... It just, you know, uh, basically, the her, her fiance uh, Paul Michael confirmed it with in touch, uh, saying that yes, we did, uh, and quote saying, "I love her though she she's my best friend," and it's just it's one of those things where you know, Amanda Bynes, and I said this before, that she's just getting off of a lot of uh, a lot of um, a lot of. Uh, problems with addiction a lot of mental health issues that she's going through and she said she met this guy in in one of her one of her anonymous one of her addiction groups and as i said before it just seemed to me that it was a very rushed engagement and it, it seemed more like a codependency engagement an engagement of convenience and looks like I might have been right because they they ended it only after three weeks. Not to mention the fact of the matter that there was also pressure from her parents, uh, you know, that have conservatorship over her, and that might have had, a, you know, that might have had something to do with her breaking off the engagement, with them both parting amicably and breaking off the engagement, um, because her family didn't want, they weren't approving of the engagement with with good reason obviously they saw what i'm sure many people like myself saw and that this was just a marriage of convenience a marriage of codependency so that might have had a lot to do with it who knows what exactly happened and why they decided to split but the point is they split and you know it is what it is so she might have had better luck if she followed the advice of my my uh, guest that's coming up next here. Uh, I had an interview with uh, with um, with matchmaker millionaire matchmaker uh, life coach love coach of Eva Reimer, and she had a lot of great advice for many people that are searching for a way to make themselves feel better in romance, in life, in general. So make sure you stay tuned for that interview coming up next. But first, here is Don't Want to Work by Franklin Mullen right here on The Xander Effect. Down the country road, guitar in my hand. I'm always thinking to myself, will I be a famous man? Well, I'm tired of scraping for a living. I don't like it anymore. When my paycheck grosses 48 and I take home 24, 4, 4. And I, we work all day, turn our daily bread. When you come home, you watch TV, and then you're off to bed. You toss and turn all night long, wake up on the floor. And your wife says, what's the matter? I'll sit 
don't want to work no more. No, I don't want to work anymore. I don't like going to work at six and coming home at four. No, I don't want to work anymore. When my paycheck grosses 48 and I take home 
we had to take trains, planes, had to try to, you know, smuggle a little bit of this and that, like gold back in the day into the country, of course, you know, like jewelry. So my grandparents put all the stuff on me. I saw people, you know, um, tearing apart our suitcases just before our train left as a kid. So, you know, I was feeling some of my, uh, you know, parents and grandparents uh, stress as well. Um, You know, I remember falling asleep, listening to the train move through the country. Um, You know, it's, it's that sort of sound, like repetitive sound that put me to sleep and watching all the scenery. Oh yeah, it's it was definitely uh an adventure for a 7-year-old. Wow. I mean and, and I mean how like the, the thing is that going through all that it's amazing that you were able to find, you know, um the lighter the beautiful things about life, especially going through all that. I mean, it's incredible at 7 years old having to, you know, have gone through that to be able to see life the way you look at it now. Mhm. Yes, very. It, it's like night and day back then, and to and and what's happening in the world now. So, how did you wind up becoming, you know, uh, becoming a romance matchmaker, and you know, dealing with that, with matters of the heart? Um. Well, you know, I've I've been through my own uh, ups and downs, and and um, you know, I, I come, I have my own story. I've, I've had. I had to ask myself the hard questions when, when, you know, certain things weren't falling into place for me and, um, slowly through all my, all my, um, careers, um, I, I just evolved. And in 2011, I, I threw a big event to launch my dinner mixers. And, um, and of course there's a little bit of a backstory there. I just don't know how much time we have. Oh, we have um, plenty. Feel free. <laughs> well, you know, I come from a background of beauty and health uh, mm-hmm. and fitness. So I've owned a hair salon. I used to do a lot of makeovers um, and I was heavily into fitness. So I would help people lose the, uh, weight and change their bodies and, um, you know, and looks came into play, you know, hairstyles and makeup applications. Um, I used to do wedding parties. I used to sell for magazines. And I would take a person, dress them all up, make them all beautiful, and then, you know, send them out into the world. And they, and they loved every minute of that process. And uh, they evolved and they became more confident. And um, so, and that was like a drug for me. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I love that drug. Of course. <laughs> the, one, the, one, the one where I see people smiling and, and, and feeling better about themselves, um, you know, through everything, uh, because I made that impact on them. So, um, you know, after that, uh, I, I, you know, started um, uh, my career in coaching. And, um, and then one day when I moved to Toronto, because I wanted to, I grew up in Vancouver and I wanted to move my business here because there's just a lot more going on in Toronto uh, than in Vancouver. Vancouver is a good retirement city. Mm-hmm. Um, so I moved here and uh, I built my fitness studio and I just started to do, you know, what I love to do here. And then I decided it was time for me to launch the dinner mixers. And at that event, I had a couple of gentlemen ask me if I would help them on a personal level when it came to relationships. 
um, they wanted to meet somebody ironically like me some because uh you know i came with a really positive mindset um i know what the right things to do are i i know how to figure things out and this is you know what i how i guide people as well and i had the recipe and they wanted that recipe so i figured well if i'm already working with people you know and i'm helping them find their confidence and helping them organize their life and and they're growing as a human being and they're and they're evolving to a place that they've never seen before where they're much happier much more confident looking fantastic you know in their bodies and and they have a different set of mindset now and a different set of expectations now they see the world through a new set of eyes now so obviously mm-hmm. you know the type of people that they would be dating now are are also different than what they would used to be dating right true so uh, now they want to date somebody on a whole different level. So I figured, you know, that's kind of like the last piece of the puzzle for me. You know, why not put them together with somebody because I already had the network, you know, that, that has the same mindset and is on the same path. Mm-hmm. That's very true. No, and that's very true. And my, my wonderment is, does it always have to be, you know, seen as, as you've talked with so many people in the romance department does it always have to be about a physical attraction first or does it or is it a mental attraction i mean how do you usually how do you usually match everybody how does that work okay loaded question right there so you can be attracted to somebody um uh mentally emotionally or physically or all of the above Sometimes you could be attracted to somebody because of their, you know, mindset and their intelligence and, and uh, mentally, you know, where they come from or what they've experienced and, and how they carry themselves and, you know, uh, uh, through watching their demeanor and, and interacting with them. And, you know, you could be attracted to their brains, right? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you have an emotional uh, attraction or connection, I would rather call it where you just feel like you're connected to this person. You don't quite understand why, (laughs) but you know, you're feeling something and um, you feel very close to them. And and it's like a draw. It's a very scary thing to experience sometimes because Mm -hmm. it pulls you in a direction uh, without even potentially knowing a lot about the person. Um, And of course there's the physical attraction as well. So, which a lot of us really get caught up in most of the time and we don't really you know, pay attention to what's on the back end. <laughs> true, very true, yep. Right, so, yeah, and we also get really caught up in that. So it's possible to meet somebody um, as friends and, you know, one day just the light switch goes on. It could be <laughs> as simple as them saying something, the way they say it, and the way, the way they executed it, the way they looked at you when they said it, and the, the switch goes on. It's, it's so possible. Um, Sometimes people are become more attracted as they get to know the person. Uh, this with this and with the same reference, you can be so physically attracted to somebody that it's just like wow, out of control, and then it fizzles out into absolutely nothing because there's nothing to sustain that attraction or seal the deal, as I call it. So you, you're really out there, um, and you have to make sure that there's that balance. Just like in life, you have to have that balance. That's true. There's always balance to everything. I mean, I'll be honest with you in my, (laughs) I've been single for, for a long, 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 long time. And it's, it's a tough one for me, you know, especially for a single guy, you know, I mean, every time it's funny because I was just joking about this with a buddy of mine 
And it's like, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's tough because every woman I'm attracted to, they're not, they're not, uh, you know, every woman I want doesn't want me back, you know, and, or they go ahead and they make me the friend, put me in the friend zone and I cannot get out of that damn place. You know, I always joke about it. I was like, dude, I'm the president of the friend zone. Are you kidding me? That's me. You know, so it's one of those things where I just, I just stopped. Like I just stopped altogether. And I'm just, I, you know, I realized one day that, you know what, I'm just putting too much emphasis on this and I'm just going to go with the flow, you know, and that's, that's how I've been looking at my dating life for the longest time. Uh, I just decided just to stop and just to go with the flow. And, you know, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, well, you know what? <laughs> Another few years of being single doesn't really matter to me. That's some good self, self uh, uh, help there. It's, it's, a, it's good advice to yourself. Um, you know, it depends. Sometimes we just get frustrated and say, okay, you know what? The hell with it. Whatever happens, happens. And, you know, it's not a bad mindset uh, to have that. Sometimes we hold on to things so tight. That, that just doesn't come to us. And as soon as we let it go, it shows up on our doorstep. So uh, that happens a lot. Yes. And, and it's, it's just, that's good advice. It's just, uh, it, it, it's, it's actually, it, well, the, the other thing too that I've noticed, you know, and it's funny because when I decided to go into this mindset, um, I noticed that it, it seems to like attract more women to talk to me and things like that. Cause I'm not there with any hidden agenda. I've, I've gone out to bars and clubs and stuff like that with, uh, with, uh, friends of mine. And, uh, you know, I'm not, obviously I'll never mention any names, but I had an experience with some, when somebody I knew that we would go out and, uh, we went out and he, he was like on the prowl, like he was on the prowl. He, every time he went out, it was always to find a woman to spend the night with every single time. And, it was like, dude, are you, are you serious? You don't want to just go out just to have fun. You want to go out on a mission. I mean, come on. That's, you know, that, that's really, I don't, I don't know. It's not, that's not my style. It never was actually. And well, it, if this was not to interrupt you. I'm so sorry. If this was another kind of show, <laughs> I could probably tell you why he does that, but let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is, this is the, any, this is the show we make it. That's the way I always like to talk about the Xander effect. It's like, it's the show that we make it. So, but I mean, at, at the, at the end of the day, it was funny because in that situation, it just seemed, it, it seemed that he was trying to talk to one girl. And then I, you know, I saw him stop talking to her and talk to one of her friends in the group of people. And then I started talking to her and her and I, we got along very well. She gave me her phone number, whatever, you know, and it was cool and everything. He got upset with me and said, why are you, why are you, you know, why are you hating? Why are you blocking? You know, I was like, dude, what are you talking about? You're talking to that other girl. You know, what do you want all of them for yourself to talk to you only? I mean, I'm not going to be just standing there, you know, looking like a, like a schlub just sitting there. You know, I'm, I like to interact with people. I like to talk with them. That's my personality. That's just who I am. He got upset over that. And I'm just like, wow, it's just, it's crazy how some people react to, you know, that kind of situation. Yeah. There's something else that's driving his behavior like that. Uh, it has nothing to do with necessarily just getting to know a girl or, 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 you know, conquering it's, it's much more deep rooted than that. He's got something to prove to himself. Hmm. Yeah. It's on. It's possible. You know what? I, I can actually agree with that because he had a failed marriage. He had a failed marriage where his wife ended up uh, leaving him for another man. 
and uh-huh. that that could have a lot to do with it. Absolutely, and it, it can you it, it will even go back further than that, you know, to his upbringing and things that it might have taken that could have impacted his uh, self worth, and um, this is his way of you know acting out um, in order to prove that you know he's worthy uh, by the amount of women that that do that and it and it's and it's you know he's got to talk to somebody that's all he's, he needs a different approach he needs to understand why he does what he does first would you then, be able would you be able to take on an individual like this in in and would you be able to coach a person like this absolutely how would you how what kind of technique would you use on a person like this well i would have to see exactly what's going on first i would just have to you know and and it's conversations and I would need to know what, you know, where he comes from, what he's been through, what he's experienced. And then I could break it down for him, for him to understand why he, uh, you know, behaves or reacts the way that he does. And then I would show him some solutions as to how to nip it in the butt, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It comes up, I would give him some, um, some uh you know solutions to uh, making a change right on right there on the spot and i would also try to give them uh strategic strategic um advice to recognize certain things and as they're happening right Mm because a lot of us we're not we're not that self-aware so I would try to uh, help him become more self-aware and then show him how he needs to change the thought process and understand things a little bit differently. But that's, that's, that's a lot of, you know, therapy and coaching. Let's just call it coaching. Sometimes mm-hmm. people don't want to, you know, say the word therapy because it yeah. makes them feel like there's <laughs> something wrong with them. Um, <laughs> true, very true. Let's just say coaching. Um, absolutely. Yeah, he's probably been really, really hurt, and um, he needs to deal with that. He, he needs to have a different perspective on that. Interesting. Yeah, I kind of I have to agree with you on that because it was just we actually uh, stopped being friends because of a certain situ of another situation that happened about three weeks later, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, "I don't want to hang out with you no more." And this and then I was like, "Fine by me, bud. You know, I mean, you're not going to hurt me any." I mean, you keep on going on doing what you got to do and, you know, I'll just keep on doing me. I'm, you know, I'm the type of person that you're not going to tell me how to act. I'm not going to be rude to people just because you're trying to talk to them. If they talk to me, I'm not going to sit there and not answer. (laughs) You know, that's just me. That's just being rude. And, you know, if people gravitate to me, so be it. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to apologize for that because I like talking to people. I like, I like, you know, being able to interact with people, finding out their, their, you're an intellectual. I, well, I mean, I appreciate the, the compliment. I mean, I don't know if I am, but I mean, it's one of those things where I just, I'm not the type of person that is going to just look for a, that has a hidden agenda to all my actions. Like, right. not, you know, I mean, that's not going to be me. I want to be as transparent as possible to the person I'm speaking with, whether it be, you know, a woman I'm interested in or a business partner that I want to go ahead and do a business venture with. It just goes in all facets of life. You have to be transparent. Yeah, that's your character. And um, that's to be appreciated because, you know, it'll get you what you want when you're transparent and vulnerable with people and yourself and 
and you speak openly and you share openly and uh, you don't have any kind of hidden agendas and you're just you, you're just doing you. And uh, people, the right people will see that. The wrong people will zoom by, but the right people will notice. And, you know, that's how you attract the right person to you. Here's hoping for that. Uh, besides that, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, Becoming the Total Package, uh, the book that you wrote. Uh, talk to me a little bit about that. So Becoming the Total Package is about making the right decisions and choosing certain things in your life that are going to uh, impact you positively. Um, sometimes, you know, some of the most hardest decisions are the right, de the right decisions are the hardest is what I mean to say. Mm -hmm. so uh it has nothing to do becoming the total package has nothing to do with being superficial about your looks at all mm -hmm. you know um it's having integrity it's having empathy it's um respecting other people's feelings and have you know uh having the right kind of communication and knowing what the right thing to do is, you know, there's so many of us that just react to things and we act, we act out and we do things that we later on regret, even as small as, you know, not calling somebody or ghosting somebody or whatever it may be that makes you feel like crap a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. down the road when you have regrets and you say, you know, I wish I didn't do that. So, you know, it's being self-aware and making the right decisions and organizing your life so that you only have positive outcomes and a happy, which brings a happier life, you know, True. Better, better decisions. Um, you know, you finish your projects, you organize your home, you, you strategically do everything in, in order to create the kind of life that you want. And then you control anything and everything that comes in. So if, if you meet somebody new and they're impacting you negatively, you got to say bye-bye. Of course. You know, if you meet somebody incredible and they're a fabulous person and they bring something to your life that you enjoy sharing with them, hallelujah, that's fantastic. You keep that person in your life. You minimize, you know, the, the nonsense and you get rid of the nonsense and people who are, you know, they try to put you down or, you know, it's like first we go through decluttering your home, then we go through decluttering your friends and you create this incredible world for yourself. And that's when things really start to move for you in, in a really good direction. Yeah, of course, because you're calling in positive energy into your world. And I completely agree with that because uh, when I started uh, this venture of my show, I made a decision. When I first started, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start this show. But I first, before I get started, I need to eliminate as many negative people out of my life as possible. Mm -hmm. And I decided to pretty much minimize, minimize my communication with a lot of uh, friends of mine. Uh, one of them I actually ended a friendship with because he was he was becoming well, he has a lot of emotional issues. Uh, and um, I had to end my my friendship with him because of that. Uh, actually, he ended it and I just agreed with it. I'm like, OK, well, if you want to go ahead and um, 
if you want to go ahead and act this way, that's 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 up to you. You know, I mean, I'm not going to go ahead and stop you. But at the same time, it was also a good thing because I'm trying to stay focused and stay positive on my my show and the things that I'm doing in my life. I don't need negativity. I don't need negative people uh, in my life that are going to there are if they if they have a toxic atmosphere around them, I don't want that toxicity to come and invade my space that's exactly. you know it's different that attitude right there it's exactly what you need to do with you know in every aspect of your life yeah absolutely so anything toxic it's it's got to go you know sometimes you might have people around you that are kind of fun to be with for the just for, maybe for a couple of hours mm-hmm. you can come around for that but you know the the real people the people that make a difference in your life they're the ones that really in a positive way those are the ones that you want to keep around and becoming becoming the total package is somebody who, you know, is uh, is got their stuff together. They got mm-hmm. their ducks lined up in a row, and they've and they've done the work to to create that kind of life for themselves. And that's, that's and what the total package is, you know. And that's and that's the truth because at the end of the day, you know, you want to have good things around you, and you know, many people are like, oh well. Why does this happen to me? Because you create it. You create your own world. You're the architect of your own destiny at the end of the day. And there's not the only person that's going to, you know, going to succeed is you. I I love, I love watching uh, the Rocky, the, the Rocky movies and everything. There's one, one specific part in that movie where, he looks at the fighter he's training. It was in the movie Creed. And he's like looking at like, he looks at the fighters looking in the mirror and he's like, that's your own worst enemy right there yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only person you're going to be fighting right there. You know, that's the person that you're always going to be fighting against every single day. And that's so true because, you know, you are fighting yourself to like, you know, you want to better yourself, but you need to get there. And in order to do that, you you have to you have to go through a battle first and that's a battle within yourself in order to be able to be successful in what you want to do correct you have to figure out why you are the way you are and what could potentially be there that could, could be stopping you from getting what you want and that's the truth and 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 I love that so here's 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 a question as uh as as a as a matchmaker and everything how is that how does that affect your personal uh romance (laughs) i'm curious about that because it's like we always look at psychologists therapists and everything like that but they're humans too they have emotions too and they have a personal life too and i I don't mean to get too personal i just i'm just wondering a coach does need a coach (laughs) exactly exactly that's and i've always and it's so funny because i have a friend of mine that's a therapist and she says well i mean even us therapists we need therapy too you know we need advice as well from an outside source so how do you deal with that um well, uh, luckily for me, I'm, I'm a little bit OCD. So. <laughs> aren't, most, aren't most therapists? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think all therapists are OCD. Um, but I'm a little bit OCD, so, uh, which brings me to be like super analytical. Mm-hmm. And when I'm analytical, I, I break things down to like the nitty gritty. And uh, it's a process of elimination and 
and then all I need after that is uh, reaffirmation. Uh, and I usually call, uh, um, you know, like that game, my lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> I call my best friend who's been there for me for over 20 years, almost 25 years. Mm -hmm. We've never even had an argument. And um, she's my best friend. So I usually, I can figure things out really well. Um, no, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I'm really, really good at it. And hence why, you know, I decided to actually do this for a living because I was doing it for everybody anyway. So I might mm -hmm. as well. Sounds so, like me. <laughs> yeah. So all I need is just some affirmation that, you know, my thought process is correct and that I'm on the right path. And I also watch my decisions as well. Um, and for anybody that's listening, one good way to know if you've made the right decision or not is even if you don't understand it is there's a certain um, amount of events that happen after you make a certain decision that kind of goes out into the universe and if you've made a decision and if it's the wrong decision you will experience um, some things happening that are probably not to your liking some things are not going to fall into place and as soon as you make the right decision you also see how fast everything else falls into place i like that i like that that's great advice and on that note i want to go ahead and give you an opportunity to have people stalk you follow you where can they go ahead and find you on social media uh everything is under my umbrella so aviva reimer um on on social media across the board on facebook and on Instagram, if you just type in my name, Aviva Reimer, you will find me. Um, I also have my, you know, uh, perfect-fit.ca. That's my um, introduction lifestyle firm. If you're looking to join our database and um, potentially meet somebody that you could really um, appreciate and fall in love with that is real, that doesn't want to play games and also is serious about relationships. And I also have avivareimer.com where you can go and buy the book. I mean, my book is everywhere, uh, but um, you can buy my book if you like. I can autograph it for you if you send me a message uh, by email, and you can also purchase it there. Awesome. Awesome, Aviva. And not only that, I mean, I'd like to have you on the show again, but next time that I have you on the show, I'd love to talk to you about fitness because I know that you're also – deeply into fitness and everybody knows the entertainment industry is all about fitness so i'd love to have you back on the show for something like that too yes you see fitness is the medicine of the future and it's a huge component of what i do in transformation and it doesn't necessarily always have to do with the physical like body and what it's going to do for it it's got everything to do with your mental state of mind so that's why that component is really really huge in everything that I do. It, it's always a part of everything I do. And also, also, also fitness offers a lot of endorphins too that make you feel very good about yourself. Oh, absolutely. There's uh, on so many levels, which I could, you know, explain when we, when we talk about that subject. Oh, we will go ahead and talk about that subject very soon. Uh, Viva Reimer, thank you so much for being on the Xander Effect and we will talk very soon. Thank you for having me. All right, take care. Hello. 
Thank you so much, Aviva Reimer, for being on the Xander Effect. Hopefully, uh, we'll have you again on the show very soon. In sports, Barry Bonds goes uh, on The Athletic and tells Andrew Baggerly how the MLB gave him a death sentence and that his heart is broken. Basically, he's talking about how he hasn't been inducted into the MLB Hall of Fame. And he keeps on getting closer and closer, even though, even though, you know, uh, Barry Bonds is one of the one of the best players in the MLB. He still holds uh, many records in Major League Baseball, and you know he was he was a 14-time All-Star, 18-time Gold Glove winner, and seven-time MVP. And he holds the record with 762 home runs. Now, here's the thing. During this time, he was investigated for performance-enhancing, uh, you know, drugs, and they actually they they investigated him. And he actually he after during that investigation, he actually admitted to using performance-enhancing drugs. So, at the end of the day, I look at it this way: you, this, this you know, although you were good. Was it be, was it the fact of the matter that you were good because you were using performance enhancing drugs, or was it because it was your own skill? This is this is the problem here is that he is pretty much upset because he's not inducted in the Hall of Fame. Now, people may argue that there have been other, you know, athletes that have been inducted that later on revealed that they were using performance enhancing drugs. It's still no excuse to go ahead and allow them that kind of honor. That honor that is, you know, is being bestowed upon a person that has earned that honor legitimately. Not somebody that used performance-enhancing drugs to go ahead and, quote, legitimize their career. No, 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 no. Being in the Hall of Fame is, being in any Hall of Fame for that matter, is something that needs to be prestigious. You know, it needs to it needs to like come from people that actually earned their way there through hard work and dedication. Barry Bonds, although he was an incredible athlete, he was an incredible athlete because of the performance enhancing drugs, not because of his own doing. Or maybe he was at first, but maybe he needed a little boost later on. We you know, we don't we'll never know. But the problem, but the issue here remains is how upset he is that he's not in there. And he even goes on, you know, by saying, basically, if you want me, tell me. If not, I'll just walk away type of thing. But, you know, he keeps getting voted in and he never gets in there. He's always 75, you know, percent shy of actually reaching the Hall of Fame. So... Who knows what's going to happen, but, you know, then again, if the MLB is letting the Houston Astros get away with cheating, I'm sure that they could go ahead and make an exception for Barry Bonds, uh, you know, also cheating. And, hell, you know, while we're at it, why don't we go ahead and induct Pete Rose? He cheated as well, and, yet, you know, nobody's, you know, they still keep him out of, you know, the Hall of Fame and out of the records. So, Major League Baseball, you need to get your priorities straight. Either you punish cheaters or you don't, but you can't have it both ways. You can't pick and choose. You can't do that. In other sports news, Brian Ortega slaps Chan Sung Jung, the Korean Zombies friend Jay Park, 
in the arena on the arena floor during UFC 248. Now, this this incident right here happened when uh, Joanna is was doing her walkout, and the confrontation happened while uh, Jung was in the bathroom. Uh, looks like Ortega confronted uh, confronted Jay Park and smacked him across the face, based because of you know trash talk that uh, that uh, Park was doing uh, against Ortega last month, and Ortega actually warned him. Yeah, he actually went on social media and warned him that he was gonna go ahead and do him the next time he was going to slap him the next time he saw it and his response basically uh to this whole thing was you know welcome welcome to the sport of uh, you know welcome to the fight game uh he wrote that he wrote that actually uh and he said jay park welcome to the fight game don't be surprised if i slap you if i slap the you know out of you when i see you that's that's what ortega said and he did he followed through with it and you know that's what happened but here's here's the issue with that jay park like many other ufc fans will have an opinion they will always have something to say over a fighter they will go ahead and criticize a fighter what's what exactly is ortega gonna do fight every single fan that's against them that doesn't like them Ortega, you are a professional fighter. You are trained. Not everybody is trained like you, okay? What you did was a bully move to somebody. You need to compose yourself, keep your cool, and ignore the trash that people talk. It's going to happen more than often. And now with this, it's going to be even worse. You have now become, you know, a fighter that people don't like because you're a bully. You know, you go ahead and and you can't take criticism or trash talk from somebody, then don't get into the sport if you can't go ahead and deal with something like that. You hit a civilian. You smack somebody that is not a fighter, that is not trained to fight, I'm, I'm assuming. You know, and you did that. That That's not right what you did. And I sure as hell hope. I mean, obviously, Dana White, he sees this as a perfect... Uh, kind of jump off point between because because Jung and Ortega are set to fight face each other this might actually fuel the fight even more which it has uh Jung is actually very seemingly upset and according to Dana White says that they didn't want any of this to escalate during the post for press conference but unfortunately it will escalate because uh char- charges have been filed according to Jung's manager so yeah this thing's gonna get uh pretty bad for Ortega you know because that is assault that actually is assault. So we'll see what happens later on. In other sports news, the NBA uh, has announced, at pretty much uh, telling everybody, telling uh, you know the the NBA that it seems that they're going to have to be prepared for many games to be played without fans in the stands due to the coronavirus outbreak. Um, NBA executives and owners uh, in the league, they've all pretty much have uh, come to the realization that that could be a real possibility right now. There's so many events that are being canceled. South by Southwest has been canceled, and that's insane. Um, And a lot of other sporting events in affected areas. Italy has officially announced that they are on complete and utter lockdown, not allowing anybody to come into the country uh, to avoid the, the spread of the coronavirus. And uh, there's just, you know, 
uh, Israel, um, Israel officials have also made it so that, you know, they've made it mandatory, a 14-day quarantine mandatory, self-quarantine mandatory to anybody that travels into Israel from these affected areas. So this is affecting the entire world. Obviously, the coronavirus is a very serious uh, matter. Many people have taken light heart, light to it, and they shouldn't because at the end of the day, yes, it is the common cold. But the problem with this is that the common cold doesn't necessarily kill and doesn't necessarily affect you as quickly and doesn't spread as quickly. And this one has been spreading like wildfire. So it's, it's, it's a very difficult situation right now. Um... Like I said, many events have been canceled. The uh, the Olympic torch event that usually there's a bunch of crowds that gather around in Greece to witness the lighting of the torch. That actually they announced the Olympic Committee has announced that no crowds will be allowed. Uh, no, there won't be an audience. Nothing will be. No one will be allowed to witness uh, the the lighting of the torch for the beginning of the Olympics. So that's gonna. That's again. You know, these are all things that is are affecting the world, and it's getting pretty serious. So now the NBA may be looking at. You know, they may be looking at at stands without fans in it. Hopefully authorities and uh, hopefully uh, World Health Organization and the CDC will find a way to uh, to minimize uh, the the spread of this virus but um, you know it's 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 really tough and who knows what's gonna happen but you know here's hoping that things get better up next in video game news Call of Duty Warzone Battle Royale is free to play and dropping tomorrow Stay tuned for more details on that. Up next, though, we got Quest Cross. She got it right here on the Xander Effect. Yeah. 
That was Quest Cross. She got it right here on the Xander Effect. In video game news, man, am I excited. So excited. Call of Duty Modern Warfare Warzone comes out tomorrow. And man, the trailer for this new mode is bananas. It's uh, basically LL Cool J. Uh, it's uh, LL Cool J's remix of Mama Said Knock You Out. And man, is it so appropriate for this trailer. Let me tell you. Uh, Call of Duty's official Twitter came out and confirmed it that the Battle Royale is dropping tomorrow, March 10th, uh, for our current Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare owners. Uh, the add-on is about... The add-on, well, the add-on comes out at 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. Eastern time, and the size is uh, 15 and 22 gigabytes. So it's going to be a pretty hefty size, but it's even heftier for those that aren't uh, Modern Warfare owners. They can still go ahead and buy it. It'll be available to them at 12 p.m. Pacific time, Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time. That one's going to be 80 to 100 gigabytes because they have to go ahead and you know download the entire game. But man, this this game is crazy. They got two modes for this game, and one of them is, of course, your typical uh, your typical you know you know war zone that it has a it drops you know 150 players into an environment, kind of like what they had in uh, in the last Call of Duty, uh, similar to PUBG and Fortnite and everything. Only instead of a circle closing like they had last year in uh, modern in uh, in Call of Duty. Uh, they have gas, they, a gas that keeps on enclosing in on on people. So that's pretty much like a free, it's a it's a team versus team, 150 players, all um, you know you know uh, with squads and everything. So that's that one. It's a huge map too. Um, the other one, the other one is uh, is a uh, is a pretty. Uh, 
is a pretty crazy uh, mode, which is similar to Battlefield Hardline. I don't know if anybody's ever played Battlefield Hardline, but there is a, there is a squad versus squad mode where basically in Hardline, you have to uh, steal money from some sort of a cage or whatever and take it back to your side of the of the map and deposit it. And then, of course, they come in, The you know, uh, enemies can kill, you know, people that are carrying the bags and then grab the bag, take it back to their side. And by, they can even go ahead and invade your side of the map and start stealing from your bank, from your uh, vault as well. They, they're, they're bringing a similar version of that to this new, uh, this new update. So that should be really interesting to see. But man, in the video, they show so many crazy things, helicopter battles. There's even a dog involved. So I'm assuming that they might actually include the, uh, the German Shepherds like they used to in all the other Call of Duties and stuff. So that's going to be pretty cool. Man, I'm excited. That drops tomorrow, March 10th. Make sure you uh, watch out for that one. <laughs> you know, you know, for, for darn sure, I'm going to be watching out for that one. That's it for the Xander Effect. That's the news in case you haven't heard it. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to listen out next time as I have special guest Twism Whitepiece on the show. Plus more entertainment, sports, and video games for all of you. See you guys next time. Live it up. Be Taylor. Flow Rider. Live it up. The Xander Effect is powered by 5050 Global Music Inc., BMG, and Sony Music The Orchard in association with Art19 Media.